Tennessee, all down through Tennessee, and all surrounding San County. But I've seen the time that, Brother Dean, I dreaded leaving my wife behind and going out somewhere to spend the night, you know, and to preach the gospel. And I've seen the times while being a pastor, and if you've never been one, you ain't going to know what I'm saying. If you have been, then you will know. I've seen so many times that I would think when situations came up, Brother Paul, that I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle them. And the devil would say to me, I knew it was the devil because he was telling me take the easy way out and quit. But then this scripture has came to me, brother, no man. Every battle I guess I've been through and every situation I've been in, I didn't know what to do about it. And I would think about quitting and think about quitting and think about quitting. God would remind me of this scripture. No matter how bad things get, no matter how bad they seem to get, no matter what storm that you're in, no matter what situation or what battle you're going through, if we would just remember what the Word of God said and the promises that God said, and here is one of these scriptures that I went back to probably a thousand and thousands of times over my career in the ministry. And God would remind me of what he had Paul, uh, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. How many believe that today? How many has been there in situations and times that you did not know which way to go, which way to turn, or what decision to make? And by not knowing the scripture, we struggle and struggle and struggle with it in life. There are Christians today that struggles uh, in their salvation simply because uh, they uh, uh, have not read and understood and remembered the promises that God has made to them. Uh, and many of them is just thrown in the towel because when the battle came and the situation came uh, and somebody said something to hurt their feeling uh, in the church or outside the church or whatever, uh, amen, and sometimes people uh, will just throw their hands up and say, I'm done, uh, and they will leave, uh, especially when you get on somebody's toes uh, or when God gets on their toes. Uh, you know, I've had people over the years, uh, and it wasn't too long ago uh, that I too late and I must have hit a nerve I don't know what I said uh, but they sat there and they paid man me uh, hey man as long as I was preaching uh, but all of a sudden I mean they up and left uh, and I don't know remember what I even said uh, but it must have struck them because they ain't been back hey man uh, but long as you uh, will preach the way that they want you to preach uh, and as long as you don't uh, step on their toes uh, it's alright if you step on somebody else's but when you get down uh, to self uh, and you say something according to the word of God uh, and you say something uh, about that or preach on that uh, uh, buddy that's them uh, and I'll tell you they're up and they're gone uh, people don't care today uh, if you don't pat them on the back uh, and sugarcoat the word of God uh, hey man uh, uh, they'll up and quit and up and leave you uh, I'm telling you we're standing in a time uh, that not many people uh, want to hear uh, the true word of God.
God. Amen. Uh, but I got news for them. Uh, I'm going to preach the word uh, no matter where they like it or where they don't, uh, where they come or where they don't come, uh, where they leave or where they stay. Uh, I'm going to preach the word of God. You know why I'm going to do it, Brother Dean? Because I'm going to tell you why I'm going to do it. Because God said so. And if God be for me, who's going to be against me? Woo! God, I had to do that. A lot of people are playing church. Well, that went over better than I thought in here. I don't know how it went on out there across the Facebook. Really don't care. It's the truth. A lot of people will go to church when it's convenient. And if there's someplace else to go or something else to do, they won't go. Didn't get a whole way to have man there. People today do not take their salvation serious. Amen? If they took it serious, and the preacher, me, you, whoever, <laughs> preaching the Word of God, uh, and if they get something out of Scripture and they step on our toes, uh, hey man, if we're where we need to be uh, with God, uh, we're going to say, oh me, or hey man, uh, but not jump up and leave the house and say, I'm mad at that preacher, whoever he is. I'm just not going to go back. I'm going to find me another church to go to. Uh, well, if that's the attitude you got, uh, I got news for you. Uh, and these church jumpers, uh, they don't last nowhere very long. Hey, man. Hey, man, Paul. <laughs> now, I'll tell you, when you know you're when you down to business and when you're really concerned and you're going to sit there through the bad times, the hard times as well as, as the good times, if you're really concerned about your soul and about your family's soul, uh, as long as the preacher is preaching the Word of God, uh, and I'm going to tell you something, Tony, I wouldn't give a preacher a, a 15 cents uh, if he can't find something uh, to get on my toes about. He can't help me not one bit. Uh, you know why? Because uh, I'm not perfect, amen. Never was, am not now, and never will be perfect. Uh, and any preacher that can't, uh, amen, help me uh, to grow closer to God, Brother Lloyd, uh, and get a closer walk with God, uh, then I don't need to be sitting around hearing them, amen. Uh, I ain't much on these uh, little petty preachers. Uh, I'll pat you on the back uh, and whisper sweet music in your ear. Uh, just to get you to come to the church uh, and put in an offer every now and then uh, and maybe slip a few dollars under the table to you uh, and say, yeah, it's all right. Uh, you just go out and do everything you want to. Uh, just be here on Sunday uh, and shake my hand, uh, hey man, uh, and you will be all right. Uh, I got news for you. Uh, I ain't one of them preachers. Uh, I never was one of them preachers. Uh, and I don't tend on ever being one of them preachers uh, to pat you on on the back uh, and sugarcoat it uh, to get me to like you. Hey Amen. Uh, that's the way that it is this morning. God is my witness. I didn't know it was going this way. He gave me that one verse. And he said, you just follow my lead this morning. <laughs> Woo! 
Woo! It's getting rough, ain't it? And the truth will set you free, Brother Eddie. And I'm going to tell you something else. People call themselves Christians, and they get mad at somebody else in church. Uh, hey, man, and they jump up and leave, uh, and they take their spouse with them or their family with them just because God preached the truth or because somebody said something to hurt their feelings or done something to hurt their feelings, not necessarily the preacher, uh, just anybody. Uh, let me tell you what the Apostle Paul said uh, uh, one time uh, when the Gentiles had not really learned the true God. Uh, uh, Paul said, uh, one time Paul wrote and Paul said this, uh, you see they still was under the law, hey man. Uh, they had not received the grace of God uh, and His mercy. Uh, and Paul said, uh, they evidently with some of them uh, looked at Paul and thought Paul uh, was not who Paul claimed to be. Uh, and that was a Christian preacher. Uh, and they, Paul, and they Evidently, uh, under the law, uh, they could not eat meats, amen. Uh, they couldn't eat them under the law. Well, they were still under the law. They didn't, hadn't learned no better. Uh, and they evidently seen Paul and lost his confidence in him. Uh, and they was talking about Paul because he was eating the meats under the law uh, that they're not allowed to eat. Uh, and this is what Paul said. Uh, he said, I'll not be a stumbling block uh, to anybody. Uh, if these people think that I'm wrong in it, uh, I'll not be eating meat. He said, I'll not eat meat anymore as long as I'm around them people. He said, I'll not be a stumbling block and cause somebody else to quit and sit down on God. I got news to tell you this morning. They've been a lot of stumbling blocks going through our churches here in the last few years. You say, what are you talking about? Just what I said. Somebody will get mad and they'll drag their family off, uh, their wives, their husbands, uh, because that made them a little mad. Uh, they wasn't thinking about their families. Uh, they wasn't thinking about their spouses. Uh, hey man, all this thinking about uh, was their self, hey man. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, when you get to that point, uh, you've got nothing but self-righteousness. Uh, it don't matter anything about anybody else, who you hurt, who you destroy, as long as you get satisfied. Well, nobody ain't left yet. I'm going to have to get a little rougher. <laughs> Amen, Mark. And people wonder why they're not blessed. I see people out there, and they're hurting. And my heart cries out to God for them. I've known people, I've seen them come, and I've seen them go. And some I've had in here, I'll just be honest with you, Brother Dean, I was sort of glad when they went. <laughs> because all they was here for was to cause trouble. And boy, that used to bother me when I started pastoring. And, and there'd be some layout, some layout, and I would worry myself sick. I would call, I wonder where they're at. I wonder if they're sick. I would call sometimes. I'd run them down. 
And I'd say, have y'all been sick? Uh, you went to church Sunday. Uh, no, we just went so-and-so. And no, we just decided to stay at home. Uh, but that didn't stop me from worrying about them. Uh, and my brother Cindy told me one time, I'd take a lot of my trouble to put them off on him, you know. And he told me one time, he said this. Uh, he said, brother, uh, he said, let me tell you something. Uh, he said, if you don't quit worrying uh, about them, uh, hey, man, you're spending so much time worrying about the people that's not here. Uh, and start preaching and feeding the one that is here, uh, he said, you're going to lose them too. Uh, I've took his advice. Hey, man, uh, I've got to the point, Brother Dean, uh, I think if you're, see, he told me, he said, if they're sick, uh, I promise you, uh, you'll be the first one they call. Uh, I found that out to be true, Tony. Uh, hey, man, uh, but I want to tell you something, friend. Uh, I've made up my mind. Uh, if they're here, you're here. Uh, and if you're not, they're not. Uh, if we've got 150, praise God. If we've got 50, praise God. That's 50 that wants to hear, hey man, the Word of God. That's the way I am. Hey man, I'm on a roll this morning. Hallelujah. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. God, I feel something good coming on. Let this old horse walk. I can do, stop and think about it. Look at somebody and say, I can do all things. Look at somebody and tell them that. Through Christ which strengthens me. And now if you believe that, say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Boy, I'm preaching to some people who to hear the word this morning. Hey, man, I'm preaching, to, I'm preaching to some people this morning knows what I'm preaching about. Hey, man, Brother Red. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. A lot of people are so weak. So, I'm talking about Christians. They're so weak. Uh, every time a little storm comes their way, uh, well, there ain't nobody else going through what I'm going through. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm only human too, church. I'm only human. Uh, hey, man, uh, I, I was sitting over at Therapy Camelsfield uh, 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 Thursday, I believe it was, uh, uh, Brother Dean, I, I was sitting there taking my therapy. Uh, hey, man, it hits a working. See here? Amen. And, and uh, <laughs> Tim, I'll preach to my family, and I am preaching to my family just like I am you and you and everybody else in here. They need to move up a little bit. They need to step up a little bit. The church as a whole needs to step up a little bit and get out of this just coming to church just to say I've been coming to church. When I come to church, I want to have church, amen. I'm getting pretty old, Brother Dean, and I want to go out. I, I want to go out in a blast, amen. I, I want to be able to go out of praising God, amen. I, you say, why do you want to do that? Because God said I could. Amen. I've had people tell me, well, boy, I'm sure, preacher, I'm sure glad I don't act like you. God's always got an answer. I have most of the time. I come right back at him. Yeah, and I'm glad I don't act like you either. I've had him to say, well, preacher, why do you act that way? Why, why do you shout? Why do you, why do you shout? I'll tell you how I do it. If I feel like it, I can do it because God said so. Amen. 
He said he entered his house with thanksgiving and praise. Amen. I read in the Bible where he said, make a loud noise unto the Lord. We go to church today and there's some churches say, well, I had a man tell me a little bit back. I don't believe the way y'all do. I believe when you go to church, you need to river God's house. You need to sit there and keep your mouth shut and nobody don't need to be a hey man and hollering and carrying on and clapping their hands. I said, what's the matter with you, man? I said, we live the way the Bible says. If you feel like doing it, then do it. Hey, man. Why? Because God said we could. Put your hand doing shaking. That girl right there sitting there saying, God, go to hurry up and get back. <laughs> Take this phone. If the Bible says we can do it, God says we can do it, Brother Lord, then it's all right to do it. Amen. Amen. If the Bible says it's not all right to do it, then it's not all right to do it. I've had people say, well, preacher, you know, I don't, I ain't got but one sin in my life and I don't know whether it's a sin or not. I think it is. But everything else is all right in my life. I tell you just one thing, I just can't get under control. The Bible says if you're guilty of one sin, you're guilty of all. You remember what Jesus told the disciples when that man came to Jesus and said, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus said, you know, do the, do the commandments. He said, I've done that from my youth up. He said, I've kept every one of them. I was saying to Jesus, I've never broke one. I've always been perfect. A lot of Christians think that, and they're breaking every one of them, and ain't got enough God to know it. Jesus said, well, you get like a style one thing. And that man said, what? what do I like? He said, sell what you've got and go distribute to the poor. Jesus put him to the test. Jesus is putting a lot of people to the test, and they're failing the test just like that man did. Amen, says. They're failing the test just like that young man did. He just told Jesus, he said, I've kept them all. Well, Jesus knew no man was perfect. He sure knew that man better than that man knew himself. He knew where his heart was at because the Bible says, wheresoever your heart is at, there your, wheresoever your treasure is, there your heart is also. And the Bible said this man was rich, Tony. He was rich. He's all about himself. He was rich. But boy, when that hit a nerve, when he said, go sell what you've got distribute to the poor and come follow me. And the Bible said that man went away sorrowful, went away sad. That's the way a lot of people are today. They won't give up one thing in order to serve God. Not one thing. There's one thing in their life that they won't give up. Pleasures of sin, whatever it is. They won't give it up. Oh, they think they're going to get in, but they're not going to get in. They might think they've got it hid from God. I'm going to tell you something. Being a stumbling block before somebody else is a sin as big as any sin out there. Amen. And there are people suffering out there, Tony, because of a stumbling block. Somebody's put a stumbling block in front of them. I pray for them people that God will remove that stumbling block. And sometimes it might mean you've got, he'll have to remove them to get the stumbling block out of somebody else's way. People don't realize how dangerous it is. God will put up with stuff for so long. And then God says, enough's enough. Amen. He said, enough's enough. 
But Paul said, I can do all things. And then Paul went ahead of, went ahead there, and I'm going to finish up here shortly. I don't know what time it is. I don't really care. But he went ahead there, and Paul was, what Paul was doing, he had just told the Philippian church. Boy, he loved the Philippians church. When you read about it, the church of Philippi may have been one of the first churches he started there among the first. And he loved them, and they loved Apostle Paul. You know why? Because in Apostle Paul's evangelizing, evangelistic work, everywhere he went, there was a runner, you used to call them runners, you know, Euphrates or whatever his name was. He was a runner for the Philippine church, uh, Philippi church. And everywhere Paul was at, no matter where in Asia Minor, he knew where Paul was at. He knew where Paul's journey was going. And, and he'd go back to the church and report to them. And then whatever Paul needed, uh, while they, they would get it together, they'd give it to him, and he would go back, and he would give it to Paul. And you read on over there. Oh, well, let me read on over there just a minute. And this is why Paul thought that. And, 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 and so Paul was, Paul was sort of praising them. Uh, uh, he was sort of praising them. Uh, and he, he, he went down there. And look with me, verse 13. He said, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Now withstanding, now understand, ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, beginning of Paul's gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. Now what he was saying there, all these other churches, I said, all these other churches I've been to, they didn't give me anything for the gospel. Well, you know something, church? It takes, it takes money just like it does for anybody else. For preachers, for evangelists, they've got to live too, hey man. And, 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 and these other churches, they just wasn't, wasn't helping Paul. And Paul was struggling. Paul was struggling. That's why, he's, that's why he said back over there, uh, let me get my glasses on here. That's why he said back over there in verse, uh, verse 12, he said, uh, I know both how to be abased, how to be broke, and I know how to abound. That means to have more than a need. He said, everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And that's when Paul said, but I can do all things through Christ Jesus. And then he was praising the Philippian church, uh, amen, for sending to him time and time and time, money, clothing, food, whatever Paul needed, uh, because no other church was helping him, Brother Dean. And, and so, uh, uh, so Paul could carry it on. Uh, he said, uh, 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 in verse 16, he said, For even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again, not just once, but again and again and again, and to my necessity and to my needs. Uh, not because I really desire to give, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. He said, I receive you. I'm thankful for it. Not that I'll beg for it or act for it, but I'm glad you're doing it for your account because because you're doing this for me, uh, God is pouring out His blessings on you, amen. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. I've said that. Some people say, well, why don't you give me about $1,000? I said, because you don't need it. Did you ever reach out and see somebody that was in need of something? And boy, the devil started in. The Lord started in and said, help this person out there in need. Give these people $20 here. They're really in need. Maybe some of your neighbors been sick. And God's told you, fix them a meal. Take up their tool. Go up there and see what they need. See what they need and help them out. 
Did you ever reach out to somebody because you had a loving heart and a giving heart? Reach out to them and not, not expecting nothing back, but just done it because the love of God was in your heart. But somewhere down the road, did you ever notice it? God will three times pay you back. You can't outgive God. Not of yourself, not of your tithes and offerings, nothing. Now, I'm telling you what, I've tried it, I've seen it, Brother Dean. Uh, you cannot outgive God. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this before I close here. Oh, I've still got time. Me and my wife are going to town yesterday, and she won't let me answer the phone when she's riding with me. Say I'm too dangerous driving. And I was going to town, my phone rung, my wife picked it up, and I heard her talking. She won't let me talk on it, but she can't stop me from listening. <laughs> and I heard this guy say, tell a preacher I want my $50 he owes me. I heard that. I told my wife, I said, you tell him when I get, get uh, done trying it out, I'll pay him. He's a little old battery operated weed eater. My shoulder's been up, and he brought it up there, and I told him I'd try it out. I have. And my wife told him, he said when he got done trying it out, he'd pay you. You know what that guy told her? I about locked it up right there. He said, he said, I said, just tell the preacher, take that $50 he owed me for that weed eater and buy him a new drill that he needs. Well, I texted him last night thanking him for the new drill that he was going to buy me and all. But I got another text back and said, I'm confused. I wasn't paying no attention. I said, I'm confused. I texted him back and I said, why are you confused? I thought I was talking to the guy that I'd text. I said, why are you confused? What are you talking about? He said, brother, he said, I love you. But he said, I didn't tell you I'd buy you a new drill. <laughs> I text Danny instead of the guy. <laughs> yeah, I texted him back. I wasn't paying no attention who was texting me back. I thought he was the guy that I, I was supposed to text. No wonder Danny, it don't take a lot to confuse Danny anyway. So Danny texted back and he said, Brother, I believe me and you need to start calling one another instead of texting one another. <laughs> I believe God's people had more fun than anybody. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but let me get on over here and close. Those people act to you while you act that way, just tell them, said, God said so. God said I could. Amen. If you want to shout, shout. If you want to run, run. If you want to act like me, act like me. If you want to join me, join me. I'd take all oncomers. I like to dance when I'm in the spirit. Anymore, I'm so old, I've got to be in the spirit before I can do it. <laughs> but I can still do it, Sherry Brown. <laughs> we went in, he said, verse 18, he said, But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Euphorites or whatever his name is. The things which were sent from you, an odor of sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Now I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen real carefully. And I read that verse and so you can understand this next verse. 
is what it's saying. What Paul was saying to them, because you have blessed me so much over the years. And church, I want to say this to you this morning. Because you have been such a blessing to me for 20-some years, well, longer than that since 83, really, but in my pastor. Since you've been such a blessing to me, you've been a headache sometimes, but I love you. Oh, you've stirred me sometimes, and I just about lost it, but I still love you. But as Paul said to them, let me read it one more time. But I have all and abound, and abound I am full, having received of every who, that's the runner, the things which were sent from you, an odor, a sweet smell, a sacrifice, itself, a well-pleasing to God. And he said, because you have done this, church, because you have been this way to me, I want to say this to you. My God shall supply all your needs. Amen. Because you're good people. I love you and Jesus loves you and you love me. And because you've been so good to me, I want you to know my God shall supply all of your needs. Not just Paul, not just Tony, not just Brother Dean, not Brother Lloyd, not Danny, but God will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Listen to this. I said you can't outgive God and you can't outgive God. Matter of fact, I got another blessing yesterday. We pulled in the parking lot at, at Walmart, and this lady was hollering at me. At first, I didn't recognize who she was. Had a boy with her. And she come over there, and she was fumbling around in her pocket. She said, I've been trying to find your address. I still couldn't recognize. I, I mean, I know the scene her, but I couldn't place her. 